Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale, and I thank you so much for joining with me again on another episode of The Word. Uh, I do ask that y'all continue just to pass the word about this podcast time. We've had several folks that have joined us of late, and I thank you so for that. Uh, It's just simply uh, uh, another way to share the Word of God with one another, to encourage one another in the Word, exhort one another in the Word and in the Spirit. And, uh, you know, the way I was raised sort of in my background, you uh, were to do a daily Bible reading and maybe a daily prayer time. You went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night maybe visitation on Tuesday night, and there was a lot of activity, but there really wasn't just a, the time of coming together and just receiving the word on, and bit by bit, you know, the small bite type of thing, and then speaking with one another about that, and I think that's such a need for today. <clears throat> so that's what we're all about here, so uh, pass along the word to everybody. We're looking at the book of Galatians right now. We're actually at the end of the fifth chapter of Galatians. And so I'm going to go back where we were in our last episode. I think I might have mentioned the verse just sort of in passing. But the, uh, the next to the last verse in the fifth chapter uh, really iterates again what Paul had been driving home. Okay? He says this in uh, verse 25 of the fifth chapter of Galatians. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. And again, remember what's happening. It's this juxtaposition between the freedom and liberty we have in the spirit and the life that you have in the law. If you're trying to live under the law, trying to attain salvation or trying to maintain your salvation by the rules and regulations of the law, you just can't do it. And he says, if you're living by the spirit, he'd said earlier, you're not under the law. Uh, The corollary is also applicable here. If you're seeking and you're living under the law, then you're not truly living by the spirit. Now, the balance of the book, he's actually showing us how to do this. So let me read that again. We'll move on. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Verse 26 of chapter 5. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, envying one another. And so he just cuts right to the quick of what the issue is and what was happening and what was going on, mm-hmm. that this type of teaching that had come along, which was a Jesus plus something else. In other words, you're saved by Messiah, you're saved by Jesus, but you need these other things also. That what that does, that brings, fo- uh, brings forth an attitude of boastfulness. It brings forth the thing where we're challenging one another, where we're envying one another. And someone, someone from a Gentile background, might be envious of someone that was of a Jewish background because they thought that the Gentiles would be inferior in faith. And he says, we're not to do that. If you're walking by the Spirit, you're not going to be boastful. You're not going to be challenging one another. You're not going to be envying one another. I find it interesting that these are uh, things that we might encounter. In other words, we might be challenged by these things. And we know that because we're still in these corporeal bodies, right? Now, chapter 6 says this, and remember, there's no chapter division, no verse division in the original. He says, brethren, if anyone is caught in any trespass, oh, wait a minute, I guess the first part of the first sentence right here, we're beginning to see, wait a minute, he sort of changed some things. No, he's just showing them how to live by the Spirit, how to work things out, how not to be boastful with each other, 
how not to challenge one another. So he says, if anyone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Each one look into yourself so that you too will not be tempted. So he's teaching us some things. He's showing us some things about how to live, how to walk in humility. And he says, if someone is caught in any trespass, which I find to be an interesting phrase, it's not even carrying the idea that somebody has repented or uh, uh, you know, mo- been moved by the conviction of God. They were caught. Okay, they're caught. They were caught in a trespass. And he says, if somebody is caught in a trespass, then here's what you need to do. The ones who are spiritual are the ones who are to restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Now, you can imagine all the hubbub that's popped up through the years about who are the ones who are spiritual, all right? You know, who are the ones who are spiritual? Uh, well, what he means by that is the ones who are walking by the Spirit. He's saying, hey, these are the ones who are walking by the Spirit. Those in the body of Christ will acknowledge them. You know who they are. Even at this moment right now, if you're a believer and you're in the local portion of the body of Christ, you're thinking of people that you're in your mind who are the ones who are the spiritual. They're not the ones uh, who would come up and say, hey, I'm spiritual, so I need to help restore. That's the person I wouldn't want to help restore me. I want the one who comes up in what's being described here as the spirit of gentleness, who understands the temptations, who understands that, but by the grace of God goes I. So he says the ones who are spiritual, we are to restore the one in a spirit of gentleness. Now, this is interesting because quite often we're not too interested in restoration. We're in a, we're a lot more interested in punishing people than we are in restoring them. But he's saying, no, 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 restoration, bringing them back into the body, walking through the forgiveness, okay, and repentance before the Lord. This is the, the, the utmost important. And he says, so you restore them in a spirit of gentleness, doing this, looking to yourself so that you too will not be tempted. In other words, taking care of yourself, realizing, wait a minute, i got to be careful right here or I could be tempted to go this way and do this type of thing. It's that type of humility, that type of attitude that we come and restore one another. Let's read the next two verses here real quick. Verse 2, bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. We're going to see something interesting about this in two or three verses from now. But he's telling us we have a role and responsibility to bear one another's burdens. And I'll speak uh, probably next episode more about what that really means with burdens. But you see that he says thereby, by bearing those burdens, that you're fulfilling the law of Christ. Remember, the whole thing is with this law that they were being tempted to go on the law. He'd already told them, oh, you want a law? I'll give you a law. Love one another. Love one another is what we're called to do. But he's saying right here, bear one another's burdens. Then verse 3, why? For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. My, is that not a truism right there? So he's warning them of this thing. If someone is caught in a trespass, don't sit there and get all schadenfreude over it. Isn't that a great word, schadenfreude? It's a German word that communicates an idea in one word. We do not have an English word that communicates the same idea. It's this idea that we receive a certain amount of pleasure at the discomfort and the pain and the suffering that somebody else is going through. 
He says, you're not to be like that. He said, you're to help restore each other in gentleness. You're to bear one another's burdens. And that bearing, the burden right there, thereby fulfills the law. And while you're doing it, you, t- you take care of yourself. Because if you think that, uh, if, that you're something, and the idea being that, oh, I would never do that sin. I would never be caught in any kind of act like that. That would never happen to me. If you think that that is the truth, you better watch it because you are deceiving yourself. So while the Spirit is moving Paul right here to explain to the body how to live out the Spirit, how to help the one who is uh, caught in sin, he has also given us a serious word of warning about how we are to walk before him. Um, Anyway, our time's up right now. And so take this before the Lord. Say, God, reveal to me where I need some adjustments within this and watch what he'll do. He'll explain it to you, okay? I'm Dale, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.